violist Dr. Luke Fleming has been the driving force behind the popular Crescent City Chamber Music Festival. The New Orleans native who headed the Manhattan Chamber Players has returned home, a result of the pandemic, and he vows to keep the music alive. Fleming is the newly appointed violist of the Lot String Quartet, the quartet in residence for the School of the Arts at the University of New Orleans. He joins us now by phone. Luke, congratulations on your new appointment and welcome home. Thank you, Diane. It's great to be back. What are your thoughts on returning home and your new position with the Lot String Quartet? It had always been my intention to return to New Orleans eventually. My family's here. You know, I've lived in New York for the last 15 years and directed my group, the Manhattan Chamber Players, and the festival from afar down here in New Orleans, Crescent City Chamber Music Festival, but always looking for every excuse I can get. Increasingly, I've found myself wanting to come home to New Orleans. When the pandemic hit, it was very clear to me that I did not want to spend however long it was going to be cooped up in my tiny little apartment in New York. And I got out early and came down to New Orleans and lived with my mother, actually, for the first few months of the pandemic. And then just for something to do, because especially back at the beginning, musicians had only cancellations on their plate. I started looking at houses here just for fun. And at that time, because of the pandemic, the housing market tanked so much that I actually was able to get a really good deal on a place and uh, extremely low interest rates. And I was able to move down here much earlier than uh, I thought I would. I thought it would be something I did in a few years. It was a crazy change to be making in the middle of the pandemic. But the longer I'm here, the more I'm just convinced it was the right move. You know, as you know, we had the Crescent City Chamber Music Festival this year, and we did it all online, including the outreach in the local nursing homes and hospitals and schools, which is such a big part of the festival. We did that with all online concerts and the public concerts, which we broadcast live streamed as well. We brought musicians that we would normally bring to the festival in. We had them all get COVID tests. We all quarantined in in my house together, all living under one roof like a little family. It's been a a crazy journey, as I'm sure it has been for a lot of people during this pandemic. I'm really happy with how things have worked out. We're glad you're back. Tell us about the Lot String Quartet. I had an offer from one of the violinists to read with the quartet. That's the term we use when we want to try something out and see if it fits, uh, because their violist had just told them that, that he was going to not be playing with them anymore. And just literally the week after the festival, I sat down and read with them uh, some chamber music, and it seemed like a good fit. The Lot Quartet is the quartet in resonance for the UNO School of the Arts. And it's the only resonant string quartet that I know of at a higher institution of learning in New Orleans. And I think it's great that a school like UNO has something as prestigious in the musical world as a resonant string quartet to teach its students, to uh, coach its young chamber group. And what do you plan to bring to the Lot String Quartet? Well, I have years of experience in a string quartet. I was a member of the Ataka Quartet, which is a internationally known Grammy-winning string quartet based in New York that I was a part of for six years and have a lot of experience with an internationally known group and a, a touring group like that. And I hope to bring a lot more exposure to the Lot Quartet outside the city of New Orleans and just a lot of experience playing chamber music with some of the best chamber musicians in the world. And who are the members of the Lot String Quartet? We have Benjamin Thatcher and Kurt Munstedt, who play violin. They switch off depending on the piece. One will play first or second violin. The cellist is Rachel Shea. 
Now, while live concert presentations are not possible just yet, you have pre-recorded your fall presentation with the Lot Quartet. Tell us what's on tap. We begin with a Haydn string quartet and end with Schubert's wonderful, amazing cello quintet. Haydn being the father of the string quartet and this being one of his earlier works, so you really kind of see the string quartet at the beginning when it was just being considered a serious genre of chamber music and not just background music at parties. And then the end of the classical period before the Romantics with Schubert, one of his final compositions, his cello quintet, almost twice as long as the Haydn. You see the genre of chamber music having grown and and stretched to these epic proportions over the course of the classical period and composers like Haydn and Mozart and Beethoven in Schubert's quintet. And we bring in a guest cellist for that, a, a wonderful local cellist who's also a good friend, Jacob Fowler, and he's been a part of the Crescent City Chamber Music Festival every year. So in the middle of these two pieces, the Haydn and the Schubert, we're doing something a little more modern outside of the classical canon or the standard repertoire, a piece by Daniel Romain, last name spelled R-O-U-M-A-I-N. This piece is very interesting in that it was written in 2005 in memory of Rosa Parks, and the quartet itself is called Parks. That's nickname, you could say, of the quartet. And it was written very soon after she died. Uh, when she died in 2005, it was the 50th anniversary year of her historic act of civil disobedience, refusing to move to the back of the bus. As it happened, the day we recorded it in the UNO Performing Arts Center was 65 years to the day of that day that she made that stand on the bus. It was just a few weeks ago. I found that out, actually, the day we recorded it. I thought it was kind of cool that that was the case. There is an element that's, that's present throughout the piece of this kind of stoicism, which is reflected in the title of the first movement, a quote from Rosa Parks, which is, um, I made up my mind that I wasn't going to move. It's a real interesting middle piece in between these two bookends of the classical repertoire. Wow, it's a very exciting program. How can we access this concert? It's going to be broadcast by UNO and by Lot Quartet on Facebook and on YouTube on December 17th at 7 p.m. You can get links on how to view this performance at uh, the Lot Quartet website, lotquartet.com. Is the concert free? Oh, yeah, absolutely free to view. Yeah, we want as, as many people to enjoy it as possible. Dr. Luke Fleming, newly appointed violist of the Lot String Quartet. Congratulations again. This has been fun. Thank you, Diane. Thanks for having me on your show. Once again, you'll find links on how to view the December 17th concert online at lotquartet.com. That's L-O-T-T quartet.com. This is New Orleans Public Radio.